Welcome. This is My Truth is a platform for honest, open conversations. The stories I share or that others share are often not spoken about or discussed, but once told, I believe they have the ability to shine a light on another perspective or a much needed conversation. These stories may make us laugh, some may make us cry, but together we will learn from one another and begin to heal. Because walls need to be torn down, masks need to come off, stories need to be heard in order for our truths to be told. This is my truth. Will you tell me yours? Hello, podcast world. I'm your host, Jesse Sherloff, and welcome back to This Is My Truth. Today is a My Truth Tuesday, and I've been going back and forth about what I wanted to share today because there's just so much on my mind and truthfully so much I could share. But the theme of the moments that keep coming back to me over the last week or so all have to do with building up walls, suppressing emotions. And so I wanted to start there and then we'll see where this takes us. Um, Because if anything, I promised myself this podcast would be real and vulnerable and authentic. And this is sort of what's on my mind. And if it's on my mind, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume other people have had similar thoughts or similar experiences. You can let me know if that's true or not. But before, but before we do that, I want to say thank you. Obviously, this is a newer podcast, and what I'm learning in the podcast world is that ratings and reviews and subscribes, all of that is important and it matters because of those pesky little things called algorithms. Don't blame the messenger just because I work for a tech company. And so I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you who have left reviews so far. I really, really appreciate your honest feedback. And so to say thank you, I just wanted to read some of the reviews. So this is from Teresa Christine titled Moving. I found this podcast really moving and comforting to listen to. Jesse approaches topics with such sensitivity and is open and honest. A nice pod to listen to at the end of the day. And from Retta211, telling the real story of all of it. Jess gets to the heart and soul of life and in a therapeutic and empathetic way. Can't wait to listen more. So just a quick thank you to all of you who have subscribed, rated, reviewed. It means more than I could ever, ever say in this podcast. So thank you. And if something I talk about or something resonates with you in a conversation I have with one of the guests, I would love, love, love for you to leave an honest review and rating I come from a world of 360 degrees of real-time feedback all the time. And so I truly believe that feedback is a gift. And so let me know what you think. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, let's get back to um, walls, building them up, why we do it, and, you know, why do we, why do so many of us 
Um, and you know, I was going to say, especially women, but honestly, the more men I talk to, I think this is just a universal human coping mechanism. Um, in today's culture of suppressing our emotions. Um, because as women, we, we, you know, on one side we're seen as so emotional and then in the corporate world, we're not supposed to show emotions or not, not too much emotions, right? There's sort of that odd balance that I've yet to figure out in corporate world, even though I've been in it for 13 years. And for men, it's even more so, um, you know, they're, they're taught at a young age to suppress emotions, to be brave and strong. And, um, so I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that building up walls, suppressing emotions, it's not a gender thing. It's a human thing. And I am here to, you know, talk about what that has done for me in my life. And there are good things that have come out of being able to sort of compartmentalize and shove down my emotions. But what I'm realizing more and more is that it it has taken me away from, you know, me and, and allowed me to sort of get to a point where I was defined by labels. I had lost who I was and I'm slowly, slowly um, making myself back to me. Um, and that's both exciting and terrifying. And let's be honest, emotions are terrifying. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think that they can be truly terrifying and it's hard to just sit in your emotions. I mean, that's why so many people have coping mechanisms, um, to, to numb themselves from emotions, whether that's shoving the emotions down or building up balls, you know, I'm, I'm really good at both of those or using substance to, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol to, to numb those emotions or, you know, self-harm, all of those things. And there's probably other things that didn't come to mind right away. All of those things are, techniques that we have all learned, whether, you know, through modeling or through culture or society to move away from emotions. And I can't sit here and say that I am perfect and I every day feel my emotions. In fact, you know, one of the stories and moments that I want to share today, there's two um, that have been coming to mind, but was uh, yesterday evening, I participated in a um, full moon ceremony. And a lot of, you know, the, the, the person hosting is Dr. Dale, and it was around grief. And for me, grief has been this big emotion that I've really struggled with. Um, because not only have I lost people in my lives, loved ones, you know, my son, my grandparents, um, but also just grieving the state of the world right now, grieving that the school year that I thought my kids would have, you know, isn't going to be a reality. And so it's just this big emotion that I, I, I don't know, let's call it, I do like the tango with, um, or the cha-cha or whatever, some sort of dance, but I'm constantly dancing with this emotion and, and grappling with how to, how to deal with it. And so I attended this ceremony and, you know, it was really interesting. The first 30 minutes was, was this, um, guided meditation and it was really, really amazing, but I could actually feel myself even within the meditation catching myself 
and trying to suppress my emotions. And so I would like tear up a little and then I would suck it back in. And, and for me, I, I sort of feel it in my jaw. Um, when I'm doing it, it's one of my tells my, my, my red flags for myself that I'm, I'm trying to shove emotions down. And it was just this really interesting conversation that I then had with myself of like, just, just let it be like you're in, you're safe. You're in a safe space, like let it out. And, you know, I was able to, to a point now, I I definitely still sort of like felt myself putting up those walls again. Um, but the other moment that's, that kept coming back to me around, around this idea of like walls and grief are, it was actually, um, around September 11th. So for those of you that know me well, you know that I grew up on Long Island and um, I can tell you, and this will be a story for another episode, but I can tell you exactly where I was when the the plane struck um, the the trade towers, the, the, the twin towers. And specifically I watched the second plane um, hitting, hitting the tower. And, you know, it impacted, I come from a small town on Long Island. It impacted all of us in many different ways. I have family that had worked um, down in the trade center. And thankfully from an immediate family standpoint, um, everyone was safe and accounted for. But um, there was a firefighter, a New York uh, City firefighter in our town who um, didn't, didn't make it and um, passed away. And his daughter was the same age as my younger sister. And his son was the same age as my um, youngest sister. And so, you know, our families were, were close. And so we attended the funeral. And um, in my church's auditorium, we have like a tiny church and then like an auditorium and, you know, it was packed, you know, so many people from, from the town attended and it was, it was heartbreaking and beautiful. And I remember sitting there with my family and I'm silently crying. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why are you crying? Like you didn't, you knew, um, this person, but you didn't know him, you know, like super well. I was, I'm four years, four years and five years older than my sisters. And I remember being embarrassed that I was crying and, you know, now and trying to like be really silent about it and like wiping away the tears. And I just, the, the emotion, like the self-talk that I have that I remember, you know, and I was a, a junior in high school when, um, when nine 11 happened, the, memories that I have around that moment in particular is, is some of the negative self-talk that I was having about the fact that I was emotional. And now looking back, you know, many, many years later, it wasn't just me grieving the loss, you know, the family's loss of their father, but ultimately like the loss of that moment, right? Like so similar to what's going on with the pandemic. That was a moment in history that so many people felt whether they were directly or indirectly impacted. And listen, I'm not here drawing parallels between the two things because they're vastly different, 
Um, but I think for me, it's this idea around like grief in particular is, is a flag for me. Um, just emotions, right? Like the, the ability to show sadness, to show grief, to be okay doing that in a public way. For me, that is something where I really, really build up walls quickly. And it's something that I need to be cognizant of. And so I've been thinking about those moments a lot because, you know, I'm trying to be cognizant of when I do and don't build up walls and, you know, when it's like a half wall or a huge wall, when I'm, you know, I'm a fiercely protective person. If you are in my inner circle, I will protect you um, fiercely. You know, that's just something that I, I truly believe in. And, you know, so at times I like find that my walls have like, <laughs> I've, I've extended my walls to others and, you know, whether that's a good thing or not. But um, I share all of this because I think that there's something there around like um, our ability as a society to reconcile our own emotions. And I can only talk, speak to about my own journey with this, but I suspect in talking to many, many people that, you know, the way that I have dealt with things, compartmentalizing, um, shoving emotions down, suppressing emotions, like it's pretty, pretty common. Um, And so the, in sort of like working through some of this, the, the mantra that keeps coming back to me is give yourself permission. So give yourself permission to feel is ultimately sort of what I keep coming back to. And to circle back to sort of last night when I was in this, I don't want to call it a grief circle, but I guess this like the ceremony around recognizing and honoring grief because that's what it is, right? Like emotions are there. I believe emotions are there for us to honor them. And it doesn't mean that you need to, you know, sit in that emotion for forever, but in order to honor that emotion, you do need to sit there and think about what is it saying to you and why is it there and what lesson is it there to teach you? And so for me, this idea around emotional intelligence and grief and suppressing, like I need to go deeper. There's definitely, definitely, um, a trigger point for me there. And I suspect it has, something even greater underlying in terms of like forgiving myself, trusting myself. And I'll, as I like unpack the layers, like an onion, um, I'll share more, but anyway, sorry, that was a side tangent, but going back to sort of the, the mantra that kept coming back to me last night and I'm sharing this because maybe it'll be helpful for you when you find yourself in the situation, but give yourself permission and Whatever that is for you in that moment, it's okay. Just give yourself that permission. And so I share this message because it's something that I needed to hear today. Um, I needed to hear for probably the past 
I don't know, since quarantine, so March. Um, But I encourage you, if you start to feel yourself, build those walls, pause, ask yourself why, get curious, and then remind yourself to give yourself permission. I would love to hear if this resonated with you. Um, If you do something similar to me in terms of suppressing emotions or building up walls, um, and if you have any tips or tricks that you would like to share, definitely reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram at This Is My Truth Podcast. Um, Until next time. Hey, This Is My Truth listeners. This is Sarah. This is me, Sasha. And we're the co-hosts of the podcast, Dear White Women, which is a show that eases you into uncomfortable conversations about racism. Jessie invited us to her podcast because she knows anti-racist work is at the top of mind for everyone right now. And we really believe anti-racist work is not a moment, it's a lifestyle. And so we're making our work concrete, practical, and accessible. One of the resources we're committed to is our monthly virtual book club, which Jesse is a part of. So we have started a Patreon. If you head over to our podcast website, dearwhitewomen.com, we would love for you to join us in these conversations.